Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, friends. Kendall Matthews here, and thank you for listening to the Kendall Matthews Radio Show. And as always, I am connecting people with uh, some great people nowadays. And I got on the call here today, one of my my good friends. His name is Chris Ronzio. And one of the great things about Chris is that he helps entrepreneurs organize chaos and get things done. And one of my good friends, Merrill Lake, over at Arizona Tech Council, introduced me to him and. He's just a wonderful person with a lot of great information nowadays, and I want to make sure that uh, Chris gets the welcome that he deserves with all of you. So you need to also reach out to him at Chris Ronzio on Twitter because he he got the information that you need to make sure you're more efficient in your business. Chris, how are you doing today? I am great. What a warm welcome. Thank you for uh, inviting me to be on the show. Well, most definitely, and a lot of my listeners who are CEOs, founders, executives, uh, thousands of people across the country listen in because they understand that when I'm trying to connect, what I'm doing in my own personal life is focusing on lifestyle design and making things a lot more simple because we don't have a lot of time to get things done and that's what I appreciate about you. And I want to hear more before getting into all the, the nuts and bolts about how to become more organized. Could you talk about, give us more background about you and your personal journey of how you got to where you're at today? Sure. My personal journey. All right. So I started my first company, um, my first real company, I guess, when I was 14, which was a video production company. Um, we did live youth sporting event videos all over the country. So through high school and college, that was kind of my real-world MBA. And as the business matured and I started hiring employees and setting up offices and, and doing more events around the country, I realized that what was really important was the systems and processes behind the company so that I could free myself up to really, really scale it. So I started focusing all of my energy on how we could um, scale the business and, and do more and more events. And at our height, we had uh, over 350 camera operators around the country and three offices uh, in California, Arizona, and Boston, and great people all around the country. And where I worked in Scottsdale was totally remote, so I had to learn a lot about technology and how to stay connected and how to get as much done with a, as you know few resources as possible. So that's kind of where... The seed was planted for what I'm doing now. So fast forward to 2012-2013, actually sold off the business and started doing what I was really passionate about, which was helping entrepreneurs get things done like you introduced. So I took all the best practices from my video company and applied them into a consulting business, which I have today. Wow. Now, your video company, how did you get involved in that? So it was kind of a serendipitous thing. I worked at a grocery store when I was 14, which was my last real job, I guess. And uh, the guy that I worked with there had a cable access TV show. 
And I, at that time, you know, a young kid, I wanted to be on Sports Center, so I thought, let me get on TV and <laughs> see where it goes. So we had this little show around town, and and uh, we would, you know, interview people and interview the sports teams, and it was like a, you know, extra or entertainment tonight sort of thing. And one of the times we were at the school interviewing uh, the cheerleading team, which you know was a, uh, pretty much all I wanted to do as a high school guy. <laughs> we, we. Uh, got invited to come film a big tournament that was going on at the school. And they said in exchange for us filming that tournament, we could sell copies to participants. So for us, up until that point, all we had done was the TV show and a couple paid gigs, weddings and and photo montages, graduation videos, things like that. But when we finally did this event, I realized that we could uh, make more money and have this replicatable thing that uh, instead of making a wedding video for one customer, we would videotape a sporting event and sell it to hundreds of customers. So a light bulb kind of went off for me that that was a more scalable business. Well, and in taking those learnings that you have about scalability, about process improvements and change management, you've become this organizational efficiency guru now. Is that right? (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) So what does your typical day look like now, and how do you make it more productive? So my my typical day as as a consultant and as a an individual varies a lot. It depends on if if I'm traveling or, or what I'm doing. Um, at a more holistic level, I I you know, I still I'm doing one to one consulting for entrepreneurs around the country. So uh, I try to organize my time into um the the first and the third weeks of the month so I, I book all the appointments i can in those months and it frees me up in the other two weeks uh to travel with family and and be more flexible with my time so uh when i'm not traveling when i'm working with with clients i kind of look at my day uh, in a few different steps first is calendar if i've got something on the calendar that of course is the the most pressing thing it's it's time i've dedicated to spend with someone else and so it's time i have to respect um after anything that's on the calendar, I make sure to process everything else that's coming into my life. So I process through my inbox, through my physical mail, through my voicemails, through my social media notifications. Everyone that's trying to get a hold of me, I make sure I carve out some time every day to just look at all that, even if I'm not responding to it. And then the third piece is dedicating time to get through a to-do list or get through the stuff that I actually want to work on. Um, so that's kind of how I, I prioritize the day. So when you prioritize your day in three different main steps, and then you're talking to these individuals, these entrepreneurs, and these founders of um, technology companies uh, across the country about how to become more efficient. So what is the what are the main things that they're looking for when they're coming to you for help with? Well, it's a couple things. You mentioned at the beginning of the call lifestyle design, and that's a big piece of it. I think entrepreneurs um, get passionate and get excited about whatever they're working on, and before long it kind of spirals out of control and they lose the lifestyle that they became an entrepreneur for. So a lot of times when I'm working with businesses, it's because they've just come off a huge growth spurt and their life is sort of uh, chaotic and spinning out, and they they need to get grounded and and refocus on what they want their day to look like. So so asking those questions is sort of a starting point for a lot of our engagements. Um, second piece is 
They come because they've realized that their business is as big as it could get without new systems, processes, or technology. So I'll work with companies to audit what they, how they do what they do and understand where the bottlenecks are, where the weaknesses are, and put some solutions in place that they can really grow with. Well, you're talking about um, growing to a certain point and helping them and, and being more successful after they hit that kind of plateau. What's one trend that really excites you now? I don't know how much this has to do with productivity, but one trend I've been really following is is longevity and how that's going to increase over the next few decades with new science and new technology. Um, you know, not not to be a, a egotistic or anything, you know, not wanting to live forever like that, but uh, an extension of of the, the normal human life would really enable us to take on bigger projects. And I know a lot of the people that I work with think they can only have so much of an impact in their lifetime. And when you extend what the length of a lifetime is, it really opens someone's eyes uh, for what they can accomplish. So I'm really excited about that. So you're exciting. You're excited about living uh, for all the signs, helping people live a lot longer uh, not forever, but just maybe a couple, 20 more years. So instead of 80 in the U.S., maybe live to 100. Is that right? Yeah. And, there's there's a company, and then working until you're 90 years old. Is that what I'm saying, hearing you say? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I think people should work until they die. I mean, they, on what they love doing. You know, the, mm-hmm. as long as your brain is moving, your body will still be moving. So, it, you know, disease aside or anything. But, um, yeah, I, I'd like to see 100 or 150 become... Uh, the new 50 or 60 so that Mm. people aren't as concerned about um, their bodies aging and becoming fragile and and can focus more on whatever their mission is. Well, when you're talking to those folks who have a mission in life, what is one of the habits that you see successful entrepreneurs having to be more productive and becoming a self-starter? I think that you know, when you say productive, it could mean a couple things. You know, there's there's people that are are task checkers and and you know can can complete tasks and answer emails all day, and they might finish the day and feel like they're really productive. And then there's other people that uh, to the outside world might look totally chaotic and unproductive, but they accomplish huge things. So I think it it varies depending on the person and what their goals are and what just how they work. Um, how they define productive. Mm-hmm. And how about yourself? I'm kind of in the middle. I, you know, because I'm working with entrepreneurs that have big visions and big goals, I sort of am living vicariously through a lot of their ambition. And my goal is to help advance what they're doing. Um, so I've, I've got a goal to, to work with and transition out a hundred entrepreneurs uh from the day to day into uh whatever whatever's next you know so whether they're selling their business or just getting operationally out of it that's what I'd like to do um at least in the next 20 years so beyond that we'll see see how long <laughs> I can live beyond the next 20 years we'll see right yeah gotcha well if you were to uh start your business over again and talk to your younger self, would you do anything differently or are you on the path that you've always wanted to be on? 
I'm on the path I've always wanted to be on. I mean, if I could go back with the knowledge of today, I might start Instagram or, or something like that. But you know, that that aside, um, you know, I've I've always wanted to start businesses and work with business owners. And and when I started my video production company, it was really exciting at first. And everything we were doing was was inventing a new way to do things. And when I uh, when I lost passion for that business, it was because we had figured it out and it was just about doing more events and so I was more excited about the kind of freelance consulting stuff I had started on the side um, so if I could go back the, the only thing I might do differently is to surround myself with with uh, the most influential people that I could uh, afford to get around because it's really about the connections you make I think um, that opens opportunities and that's a good point that you're making. And because I was talking to a couple friends about focusing on having um, true associates, maybe five individuals that who have influence or are building influence in their lives. Um, what is the strategy to find these people of influence? There's a lot of great events out there, really, you know, kind of micro conferences that aren't the the massive events but there's there's you know TEDx gatherings there's uh, this thing awesome fest that my brother's going to there's the world domination summit up in Portland there's, there's all these really cool events with great people that I've started going to and every time I go to those events I make you know amazing connections and I have a hundred different ideas and and I think that you know the opportunities that that you find and the ideas that you have are just a factor of the, the situations and experiences that you put yourself in. So traveling and attending things and and you know, I, I can't I can't express the importance of, of that enough. Um, some people might think, you know, time or money is a barrier, but the time I've put into travel and the time and the money I've put into uh, those types of events comes back to you tenfold. So you there's really no excuse not to do it. Okay. So I I've I've heard that advice a couple times of going out, traveling, meeting new people, going to these um, small conferences. But, Chris, could you tell people, all right, you go to the conference, then what do you do? Tell, talk to us about how you actually approach or find these individuals at these conferences that you think that are helpful and beneficial. Well, it's not that I'm hunting out people when I go to these events. It's uh, it's same kind of serendipity that started my video production company when I was working at a supermarket. You know, that that those sort of interactions can come out of anywhere if you're open to them. So my suggestion when going out to these types of events is to not have an agenda. It's to to be open to learning and open to meeting people and open to sitting with people you didn't come with uh, for dinners and meeting someone in a breakout session that you go off for drinks with after the fact. You know, it's just being open to those experiences, I think, that's led to a lot of the great relationships I've found. Yeah, it's uh, about being, it sounds like you're saying, to be authentic and then your true self and just have fun and then being open to relationships. Completely. Well, and being open with relationships, I think a lot of individuals have been, since you've been meeting with a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, they have all these different ideas about how to run and grow their businesses. What's one strategy lately that has helped you grow your business? Probably the most effective 
growth strategy for me has been being in mastermind groups. Um, learning from the, the you know, deep, transparent experiences of others has been totally invaluable for me. Um, so at a you know, high level, that's something that I, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for, for those kind of groups. And so I'm involved with um, the EO Entrepreneur Organization, and, and it's been phenomenal for me. Um, another strategy has been my newsletter and my ebook. So I just I've been doing a, a newsletter once a week for the last two plus years, just recommending one uh, one online tool or resource or thing that helped me improve my life or business, and uh, giving that kind of content away with no direct uh, way to monetize it has. Um, has just come back and has built a reputation. And so I, I think the more you can give away and the more you can teach others and share with others, um, it's just going to amplify your personality and, and the value that you can offer. So, with, so pretty much you're, I think, doing what Evan Pagan um, said, and that's just moving the free line of all your stuff, giving some of your best content away, and then it'll come back to you eventually in different types of partnerships. Yeah. About right. Absolutely, I think uh, I think if you're you know if, if you're somebody that's coming up with ideas and and uh, and content all the time, you're not going to be able to monetize it. There's just not enough uh, not enough hours in the day. So I just you know, my philosophy is, is when I think of something in the car, I try to write a blog post that night. I try to just get it out there. I, I you know or I'll I'll come across a great resource during the week and I don't want to hold that and and you know turn it into a workshop that I can sell to people. I just want to throw it out there and see what happens and and then the, the paid engagements will come as a result of that when people have um, you know something specific that they need and they just see me as a good problem solver. Chris, you know this has been a great interview and one of the things that a lot of individuals that I've talked to, that some CEOs, some founders and even some executives they want, they would love to know what type of software or web services that you use every day. So what are the main two um, software tools that you use to help you grow your business, and what do you love about them? Great question. So I use tons of software tools to help make a difference in my life, personally and professionally. So the, the main ones for productivity, I would say, first and foremost, uh, SaneBox is a tool that I love. It's Sane, S-A-N-E, Box. Why I love it is that it, helps filter out the optional from the important stuff that I like to read, like the newsletters that I've subscribed to or the receipts that I've gotten or, or things that people uh, send me on group blasts. All of that stuff is not absolutely crucial to my day. So it gets moved into a separate folder that's not my inbox, and it helps me keep my attention on the communication that is directly with me that is uh, about things that I'm wanting. So that's a, a tool that I love. The next thing I use is uh, Boomerang. I don't know if you've you've used that, but um, what I love about it, it's a plug-in for, for email for Google Apps. I love that it lets me schedule mail on my own time. So Boomerang will send a message away from you, um, and you can have it return in two weeks or two months or next Friday or, or whatever deadline uh, or, or timeline makes sense for that communication. And it really helps me manage the the flow of of conversation of everything I'm involved in to to 
be scheduled for when I can actually work on it, which is truly valuable. Um, and there's other tools that do that too. There's one called followup.cc. Um, it's also built into some CRM tools. So any way that you can kind of snooze your email to when it really matters makes a huge difference in your life. Um, other tools that I use all the time, let's see. There's a tool called Dropler, uh, D-R-O-P-L-R. Um, that's installed in my, my Mac menu bar, and it's for screenshots and, and uh, sharing files. And you just drag the file onto the, uh, the little icon, and it automatically copies the, the link to it to your clipboard, and you can share it through a chat or a text or email, whatever you're working on. So I use that nonstop. Uh, I use Todoist as my task manager, so I always have that open. Um, it also has the, the kind of scheduling, snoozing functionality that I like. Having. I use Slack for communication with the teams I'm working on. Um, and then Evernote is kind of my go-to thing that's always open for notes and projects and, and you know, kind of all of the paper mess that happens in my life. So one trick I've learned is I use another tool called File This for all of my paperless statements. So bank statements, utility statements, anything that would be paper will automatically sync to my Evernote account. And, uh, and those statements get pulled down once a day. So if I'm ever at uh, a store and need to do a return or something, I can just open Evernote on, and I know that my credit card statements and my receipts and everything will be sitting there for me. So um, those are some, some things I use nonstop, but <laughs> there's there's dozens for sure. That is awesome. And uh, thank you for sharing because it sounds like you've pretty much multiplied and, and duplicated yourself over and over and over again with automation. And when I'm talking to people, and even for myself, one of the most important things is time. And since you can't um, add any more time, it looks like one of your strategies is to automate it and then see if you can spread yourself through automation instead of spreading yourself too thin. Absolutely. I mean, you know, outsourcing and automation. And when I say outsourcing, it's, it's also delegating. So there's, you know, as, as a, a, a productive person, there's something that you're really good at. And if you could spend all day doing just that, you'd probably be way more successful. So when you look at everything else in your life that you do, there's someone else that can do a lot of that stuff. So whether it's an employee or a virtual assistant or a service overseas or, or any number of of different ways to to move responsibility away from yourself. I think that's the the first opportunity to save time. And then the second is to start automating and and automating is just finding the repetitive tasks that that you're doing and and figuring out a way to document those and and them so that they're either easier for you to do or easier to train someone else to do. And it sounds like there's a lot of pieces, but the main thing is is sitting down, focusing, and finding out some of the things that, like uh, your personal workflow in business and in life, and uh, you're really good at that. And you also talk to a lot of executives and a lot of businesses and growing entrepreneurs. What is the one book that you would recommend uh, to our listeners and, that, and they should like pick up, go to Amazon, and read it? Well, there's there's tons of books out there, so it really depends on on what they're in need of. If if what they're looking for is is a, a practical tool to to put the the pieces in place to grow their business, um, one I've been referencing a lot is called um, Traction, 
It's by Gene Wickman, I believe, and it's a really good practical guide for how to uh, document everything in your business and, and move forward. There's another one that's more of a, a book style. Um, it's called Scaling Up, and that one is a version 2.0 of a book called The Rockefeller Habits, which maybe you've heard of. So those are some really good practical books for uh, for just moving the needle. Um, and then there's there's also kind of time management books um, and, and, you know, books more about your personal life. I mean, probably one of my all-time favorite books was, was uh, the, the Four-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. It just really opened my mind to this sort of stuff. So, and then there's been just, you know, tons of books that have built on that philosophy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris, really appreciate it. And I know you're very busy or not very your, – your day is scheduled automatically for you, it sounds like. So, but <laughs> – uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you go, but before I do that, how can people get in touch with you? Or who is the right person or company that will be should contact you? And, and talk about that. How can they reach out to you? Sure. The, the easiest way to get me is just going to my website, chrisronzio.com. There's contact forms on there. You, you, you can't miss it. Um, I'm also on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. All of the uh, hashtags are just chrisronzio, C-H-R-I-S. R O N Z I O. So that's that's the easiest way to reach out to me. Um, the the right person. I mean, anyone that wants to to have a conversation, I'm happy to talk with. Um, the types of companies I work with to to help productive and help um, move their businesses forward are typically companies that are growing with five to fifty employees or so who feel kind of maxed out with the systems and processes that have gotten them to where they are. And they really want to take a look at, at uh, you know, the, the foundation of the company and how they can uh, can build it stronger so that they can take it further. Perfect. Well, folks, um, I really appreciate having Chris on here, and hopefully you'll be able to take just one or two nuggets that he was talking about today and then make sure that what you're doing is just focusing and making sure that each day is very important and doing the best you can do. Chris, I really thank you for your time, and I look forward to talking to you in the future, and hopefully we'll do some type of speaking thing together in the future. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, Kendall. Thanks for having me. Perfect. And, folks, everyone, make sure you keep on doing the greatest things uh, that you can in this greatest nation on God's green earth. I'll talk to you all soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.